Hey, Dave Drakes. Hey, what's, Moto Academy. What's going on? This is the number one podcast in motocross, Moto Academy <laughs> podcast. It's getting close to the number one podcast in the world. We're not quite there yet, but we're going to be there soon. Welcome back. We got another episode. This is episode... Don't know. Couldn't even come close to guessing. I can't help you there, buddy. But we're getting up there, <laughs> I think. I think today we're in the Moto Academy uh, Custom Upfits Spinner van because Dave Drakes is visiting Connecticut. I'm visiting Connecticut. He's back in the homeland. I am. It's It feels really good. <laughs> and do you guys want to know how we started it out? <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, so I, well, first of all, I didn't invite you. Allie invited you. Yeah, because right? you don't love me like you used to. And Allie was in Allie communication actually, with you. Yeah, because you don't answer your phone anymore. I don't. And like, don't. Allie loves me. Allie takes care of me. She's still my emergency contact. So, which is a real true story, dude. I, I put Allie's my emergency, because I know she answers the phone and she loves me. So, <laughs> Oh my God. So, yeah, she, she does. Exactly. She does. So, and I don't. I, I, I know, don't love you I know. And I you, don't, you love yeah. me for one month a year, but I'm not going to get into yeah. that. <laughs> but, uh, Wait, is it not Black History Month right now? It's uh, It should be for you every month. Wow. I always it's think it's sad. Is. It's super sad. But uh, yeah, Alley Cat gave me the invite, dude. And Man. <sighs> yeah, so it was me, Allie, Dave Drakes, and Mama, Mama Cat, Cat yep. who is now, Mama Cat is now Allie, by the way. Yeah. My and mom is now Gma. Gma is what Does we she not want to deal with the grandma anymore. She just wants Gma. Gma. And then okay. Alley Cat has been honored with, or Mama Cat. She's now Mama. It's gonna, Cat. Be, it's gonna be tough to be able to make the switch up like that. Big shoes to fill. <sighs> it is, man. Big shoes to fill. It so is. we invited, Allie invited Dave Drakes to Cotton Hollow, which is a like a nature preserve that Allie and I go to yep. five days a week. Mm -hmm. and get in the stupid freaking water Dude. and we continue to do it and it keeps getting colder freezing i still can't believe you went in i can't believe it and this is the warmest thing i have i forgot I, i'm from connecticut i forgot I, like when the we weather. asked you ahead of time you just straight up said no yeah, and i yeah. was like all right there's zero chance of getting <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm not doing that i don't even like being in like the ac that much and then of course the minute i see you hop in and Allie giving me that look i'm like dang it dude i can't let her down and I've gone in there multiple times and wussed out, and Allie went in by herself. Really? Uh huh. Dude. Yeah, because it's hard. It's and it difficult. doesn't get easier. It's not like today I went in and manned up, and I yeah, actually did it pretty yeah. well. I still am equally as much of a wimp when I mm. show up tomorrow and try to get in there again. It's, it's like you have to go through that mental battle all over again. It's hard. Like, and, and I knew that, like the second if I would have just did what your mom did and just put my toe in, I would have yeah. been like, "Nah, dude, it's 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 a no go." But like the minute. I saw you get in there. I'm like, I have to charge it. If I if I don't just rush in and sit down, yeah, because you didn't even like do no, one of these. No, dude, I freaking I did a lot of yelling. <laughs> like I, I had to run in and literally sit down because if I just little toe, dude, I would have been like, yeah, you guys have a great day. I'll see you later. I'm gonna be at Starbucks. But <laughs> that was which yelling, by the way, is a horrible strategy. Is it really? Yeah, it gets Why? you all worked up. It makes it actually more difficult. What when do you, I do the same thing, I can't help yeah, it. Yeah, what do you what do you do? Like, I, it you're hurts. supposed to really slow, like kind of box breathe through it. Like you're supposed to just keep four in through the nose, like four second hold. Yeah, four you can out. keep that, dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. That's not. That's not happening, dude. I can't. There's no way I can not make a noise. We yelled so loud that Allie, after we got done, <laughs> Dave and I went back to the truck because yep. we were just wet at this point. Allie continued the Pause. hike, and she ran into a couple that had three dogs that 
had to put the dogs back Look on the leash, leash. <laughs> because they thought that somebody was being murdered in the trail. Because we were screaming like little children. <laughs> Dave just screaming, I'm black. Why am I? <laughs> yeah, why am I doing this, dude? Like, I'm not, my people don't do this. <laughs> But I, dude, don't you feel good now? I feel I feel amazing. I, I I can't believe I did it. The fact that not even like the benefits, which is a whole different conversation of being in that cold water, the like overcoming that mental barrier and knowing you can do that stuff, you can put yourself in that like really hard, difficult position. Like that's almost like the high in itself. Like, dude, I can. That's I'm a warrior, thing. dude. Like, that's the whole thing. The yeah. physical benefits, which there are plenty, hundred percent. Uh, for me are le way less of a big deal. I love the fact that, holy crap, that's how we have to start our day is yeah. try to mentally talk yourself into getting mm -hmm. in that freezing cold yeah. water. And then the satisfaction that you feel once you've done it. Yeah. And then the opposite, in fact, when you go out there and you wuss out and you don't do it, that you sucks. feel like a POS that the whole sucks. rest of the day. So honestly, I equate that to like, not like doing really well at like a regular race, but like, you know, like when you have like a regional or something and like you actually perform the way you wanted to, not like the letters regional that we just talked about. <laughs> we'll get into that story. <laughs> but like, like the like like the Eddie like the New England regional or whatever. Like, uh -huh. I remember I had like a really good ride to the point where Tony even said like, "Proud of you, buddy." Which you know, wow, doesn't so gave happen. Gave you an AJ compliment. Gave me an AJ compliment. Nice. And uh, did I don't know if I podium or something, dude. And like that, that's like that feeling of like, okay, like I accomplished it. Like I, I can do that really hard, difficult thing that I had, I was working through my mind about. I almost have like that feeling doing the cold plunge. Mm -hmm. Like it's good to start the day out with that win. Yeah. Uh, and then you, you just feel good afterward the whole day. Feel, yeah, it I sets your great. tone for the whole day. Yeah. People think I'm crazy for doing that. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's, it's good. It's, it's hard that people good. don't get it either because there's so much information out there to like you know it's just validate. extreme i think it's extreme for a lot of yeah. people like why would i suscept myself to just freezing my butt off for mm. a couple of minutes uh yeah. because it's easier to just say nah i'm good <laughs> my blankets are warm <laughs> but you could have that same nah, i'm good for yeah. everything for, exactly for everything exactly. people uh there's a lot of like fr friends of mine or mm. people that i just see uh from like peripheral mm -hmm. that have an opportunity or an idea mm -hmm. and then get a couple steps into the opportunity or idea and then just ah, i'm good yeah because it's easier not to yes yeah we, uh, we just talked about that too yeah like hold yourself back yeah it's a, yeah. it's to me it's a bummer to to watch because people are like constantly settling for like the more comfortable mm. easy option mm -hmm. and then they end up being in a situation down the road that they don't want to be in because they've just kept saying no to opportunity yep. and no to ideas. Exactly. Usually that first step that feels super uncomfortable and gets you out of your comfort zone, that's the thing that you should be doing, which leads you to less heartache and whatever mental strife down the road. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. definitely one thing that I Uncomfortable decisions, for me at least, never stop coming. Exactly. One, 100%. It's all it, all it is, uh, is like preparing yourself for like that next, that next thing. Like once you overcome this hurdle, whatever growth and whatever you have to do, there's just going to be another hurdle. That's going to be even bigger. So like every time you go through whatever, it's almost like a level up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 100%. yeah, it is. It is a level up each yeah. time, even when it like something We've had a few things go catastrophically mm -hmm. wrong this year, yeah. which have been le we've leveled up mm -hmm. each time. Exactly. 100%. Each time we've leveled up, and there wasn't even like it didn't take a year or five years of reflecting mm -hmm. to get there. Mm -hmm. It took like 
a half day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it was like, all right, I was stressed out for a very tiny period of time. And mm -hmm. then I was like, okay, we're, this is how we're going to correct through this. Yeah. And it was a level up. Yeah. And that cold plunge is the same thing. 100%. Each day I do it, I'm like, yeah. It's, it's tough. A buddy of mine actually bought his own, uh, like tub like just driver for jamie that. did too yeah yeah just for that shout out to driver jamie dude. shout out driver I, jamie. I miss that guy shout out driver jamie yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna give him a he text saved a couple of lives this week at different miscellaneous multiple tracks really yep dude, every time driver a... jamie goes he has to save somebody really dude he's such a like such a good dude man and every time i see him i just get like happy and gives me that look like when i pull up to the track because you guys we can for some reason we can never coordinate what time we're all going to get there no so like whenever because no. i'm either there an hour before you or i'm there like an hour after because nobody seems to coordinate every time i show up dude it gives me that look and i'm like oh, we're back home dude give me a huge <laughs> hug and we're back home <laughs> he is maybe the nicest most selfless person i've ever met 100 percent 100%. Yeah, and it makes me feel bad about myself sometimes because I am so selfish. You 100% should. Yeah. 100%. You forget my birthday I'm every so year. I'm so selfish. I have no idea what your birthday is. You, it, I'm too worried about remembering when Black History Month is. <laughs> One the same? <laughs> I've known you for so long. Like, I don't remember not knowing What's you. What's my birthday? June 6th. Is my Uncle Scott here? Is he here? Somebody just walked by outside. If, if my uncle Scott's here, you, you got to bring him on the pod. Hey, hey this is Uncle Scott. <laughs> Just huge smile on his face, man. That's hilarious. Uh, my dad's probably here too. They're gonna play some pool. Oh, jeez. Oh, if Tony finds out about this, oh. You want to get? You want to get your dad in on the podcast? Can we just get? both Tony's in here <laughs> just to freaking have a man down <laughs> just start crushing each other uh, let me do a quick Dave Drake's intro yeah. by the way we've been friends for basically ever he's from yep. Connecticut yep. I'm from Connecticut we grew up racing all of the same tracks every single one every single one every, every single track. every single one so uh, yeah. we both had uh, both of our dads are named Tony yeah both of our dads are crazy insane and gentleman. both of our dads draw drove vans creepy conversion vans <laughs> creepy conversion vans to dude. the dirt bike track yep exactly weird trailers and uh they started a bromance and then we were cowie cow yeah both cowie both cowie both uh both extremely bo fast <laughs> thanks <Yeah. laughs> please don't go and look up the results <laughs> anybody please but uh yeah, dude. Yeah, both Cowie. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, we just raced together. Like, it was... Uh, we grew up, I think, in like a really good era of New England motocross. 100%. We had Rocky Hill, which was amazing yep. most of the time. We had Mototown, which I think was awesome, especially at the beginning. I went there yesterday. For, oh, you did? Yeah. For, and what is it? Dude, it's literally baseball fields. Oh, it is. It's baseball so fields. So the infrastructure of the infrastructure of the perimeters there. Uh, the main member, like where I used to work, where like the yeah. front office. And it's what all, is it's that a brewery. Oh, that's cool. Yep. So if you drive around back, it's like literally just like that face of retail shops, mm -hmm. a big concrete slab, and then just a ton of baseball fields. Oh, so there's still a big concrete slab, yeah. like where there was the track, yeah. maybe before. Yep. Uh, super weird. Weird super weird so i'm like sitting there at like this faux place eating like a single tear coming down of like all the memories man 
But, yeah, uh, we need we a that. we need a yeah. We'll talk. We need a track in Connecticut, we'll an indoor track, yeah. maybe yeah. even specifically. We'll, but we'll definitely get something going. But um, yeah. we raced everything together. We did. Yep. Uh, and think about like we didn't have just one race organization. We could literally oh, no, do right. NEMA, NEMX, NESC, Capeway. We District Thirty District Four, 34, Winchester, Winchester. Um, they think they didn't like Maine have their because own. Because you deal. didn't stick to one. I I know we just bounced around we, based on what where the money, Cowie money. Yeah, was. we did Neem. We ended up doing Neem a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you did Neem a lot because yeah. it paid well. And then once we had, I think we went to big bikes, a little bit of NESC and NEMX, a yep. little bit of NEMA. Um, and then. I think that's relatively. Did you do Winchester Supercross a lot or no? No, very seldomly. Okay. Yeah. There like, was a couple of years there, I feel like, where we did Winchester Supercross a lot. Yeah. That was a, me and Matt Fisk would battle. I remember. Yeah, I remember that. You liked that track there a lot, too. There were some too. epic battles between you, me and Matt Fisk. You really liked that track. But then once Mototown came around, it's like, you didn't really have to drive that far for Supercross. You know? Yeah, but isn't it interesting that I, we had mm-hmm. Super. Supercross. Yeah, practice. we essentially grew up racing Supercross. Winchester like, and Mototown. Yeah. Supercross. And that's one thing that, like, like How weird is that that I ended up being good at su- Supercross. Supercross. And that's, yeah. yeah. But, like, ball corners, whoops, like, those things never, I never had to second guess them, like, in my adult like life now. Like, if I see a step on, step off, like, most guys are, like, sizing it up, and I'm like, doop, doop, like, dude, what are you guys <laughs> waiting for, you know? But, yeah, um, yeah, funny. even like a full blown Supercross track, like, yeah, I'm not going like three in four three out but like but it's familiar it's to fa- it's very yeah. familiar yeah you know so yeah we grew up super blessed with that opportunity yeah. man just and milford i mean just so many different places that like i almost feel bad for people coming up now there's a few things we need in new england again we need a, a track in connecticut 100 percent. yeah uh we new england needs an indoor place it a does. good indoor place it really does. somehow and then i would love to also bring back the Winchester New England Regional, like a proper New England Regional. That was a fun. Wasn't race. that the most fun that was event? I feel super like super fun. I remember, I got smoked by Ashley Filick, and I had the biggest crush on her. <laughs> we were in the youth AB, and like, uh, I was like riding high. For, I think I got like third in my championship for like super super cross or something. And I was like, oh dude, I got this. Riding Winchester a lot, and I saw her in line because remember we had to pick like was it? Was it I had a crush on her too. I think everybody did. Yeah. Uh, how long do we know but uh like spoons or paper clips right um for like the first gate pick and she was right in front of me now dude i was i had her on my wall like i was sweating and this is back when dave drakes was super suave with girls <laughs> oh i'm sure yeah <laughs> and uh dude like just sweating kept like waving and she looked back and she was like looking back and waving and i'm like dude, she waved <laughs> and uh and dude, then she smoked you sm- and not like smoked like I think I got the jump on her out of the gate and like, uh, remember old Winchester was like, you kind of like, like whole shot went down for like table to bump and then back around. Yeah. She, I think I was, I might've been like fifth or fourth or something. And she scrubbed underneath me on a table and I was like slow motion lugging. Like I've, I've never felt like more attracted to someone <laughs> and also demoralized at the same time dude scrub on a freaking good. on her cr2 stroke which was massaged and that just this took off i'm like well that was she that. had a s- pretty sick setup too she did yeah she was right? factory honda yeah, yeah red she, bull helmet 100 yeah like a cool look Solid. yeah that new england regional so like winchester would have this event i picture like the years like oh maybe oh five oh six oh seven yeah oh eight and 
motorhomes parked or lined up down the street. Yeah, yeah. It was like a three-day event, yep. I think. Three day. Yeah, because it was Labor Day weekend. And yeah. you would do Supercross and Motocross, or there was like pit bike races on Supercross. Yep, yep. and then three motos night, on the moto. Yeah. yeah, and then they would do huge motocross event. And it almost felt so like a Loretta's because we had a stream. Yeah. We had a we had a river too. We had like everybody had their bicycles and the golf carts out, whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we could easily bring that back as well. Yeah, uh, we should. Yeah, we will. I'll buy Winchester eventually, probably soon. Honestly. Yeah, let me look at some investors. Sure. I don't, I don't me, know. you, and Rob. Let's Ping go. Kong we'll just do going on together. We'll, we must ask Manny. He'll flip the whole thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> How funny would that be? It's all just our friend group. Just, <laughs> just, all the just buying all these tracks together. Uh, but yeah, that was a good times, man. Racing back then. Oh my gosh. Dave has the funniest stories of like me being on a way too big on a bike <laughs> and just like moving it while I'm on the gate. So. <laughs> For those who don't know, AJ stayed on minis for far too long. And it wasn't like it was like you were racing your contemporaries. Like you were your height now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> racing against like little kids and like literally picking your gate by like putting your bike in one and then like, nah, I'll move over this one and lifting the bike up. <laughs> like, if you can lift your bike up and the other kid Underneath is like you. on blocks, like you should probably bump up, dude. But, um, that's I mean, totally fair play. Right. Like you were, were the right age. You just yeah. You should have been a big bike. I just a lot got sooner. to be my height and size just early. Quickly, yeah. Super yeah, it was early. Tech ten size ten boot on a sixty five, <laughs> doing heel clickers at Winchester and size ten boot and on a sixty five. How did I shift or? How did, I was gonna say how did yeah how did you fit that boot on a foot peg? Don't know. <laughs> That's so That's funny. funny. Yeah, and I was on stock bikes the whole time, so yeah. I was just getting killed. I remember the last year I did race of champions. Mm, at english town it was, was me and zach bell yeah how he like brought in zach bell as the he ringer rushed it and it was him and i i'm like this kid is 80 pounds yeah yep on a crazy bike how am i supposed to keep? and i i think i was actually really fast that weekend you were but uh um, i'm like yeah, how am i supposed can't. to He's and, half like, and then you were racing with jimmy and jimmy was like same size as bell yeah. and like yeah there's yeah, it's like it's i did a pit bike race last weekend mm -hmm. and when i was at the pit bike race no was, I, I know you guys did i got the, i got the uh I got the text. Oh yeah? Yeah. What what text did you get? I got some texts. Wait till you hear the story of what happened. Okay, just go ahead. Oh my god. Did you already hear the story? No. I just Oh. Yeah, tell me. So I'm you're racing people like Joe Dirt guy. Mm -hmm. Um Oh uh, Caleb, Caleb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super nice kid. Yep. Super Su nice. Super nice. Tiny. Yeah. He fits the pit bike perfectly. Same thing with uh, Jared McNeil. Jared McNeil For when the... we raced him at yeah. Sipes' place and Pastrana's or whatever. He I'm was, like, he fits it perfectly. Yeah. It's somehow, not even a pit bike. Somehow, he didn't, I thought he would take off and win everything. I like, think literally, the Yamaha sucked. You think so? Well, when they did the speed test at Sipes' place. Oh, yeah, Remember, yeah, it was yeah, the slowest yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think there was just a lot of really fast people there, too. I'm big on a pit bike, but I'm fast yeah. on a pit bike. Yeah. And there was 10 other people there that were equally as fast. I can't believe there was stock, too. Like, <laughs> if we look back at the... Because I, I went through that footage a little bit, and, like, looking at some of those jumps, those were stock bikes. Yeah. Like the that's whoops, what makes everything. it fun so this pit bike race was mm. not that mm. there was i did four classes mm -hmm. two of which i did on a 110l so i had a clutch okay. and that thing was a that bike was a pos like it gets stuck in neutral all the mm -hmm. time if you shift down too hard it yeah. goes into neutral because it overshoots it mm -hmm. uh and then i did the other two classes on this custom bike that this guy named arden built and mm -hmm. it's electric 
it's got like this giant electric box of a battery in the front really it it weighs a ton mm -hmm. if i could find a picture of it for you it weighs way too much mm -hmm. and the suspension is way too soft for how much it weighs mm -hmm. so it was really really difficult to yeah. control yeah so that's what i was on mm. And I get the whole shot in the first moto, which is like their pro sport class. On that, on that bike. On that bike. Electric, yeah. And there's like a gate of 25 people hauling. Mm -hmm. And I didn't do practice, so I didn't know where the track was going. Where, where, this is Tomahawk? This is Tomahawk mm -hmm. on my Supercross track. So okay. I generally speaking knew which way to go. Yeah. But I hadn't done practice, didn't know what was out there. So I get mm -hmm. the whole shot and then just drop anchor and start going backwards because people are flying by me. Dude, some I didn't realize sometimes because I went to uh, Greco had a uh, yeah. pit bike thing and people take it serious. Oh, yeah, because there's like a $10,000 purse. Yeah, yeah. They have teams mm -hmm. and it's almost doesn't feel like you're at a dirt bike race. It feels like you're at like a drag race or a car mm -hmm. event because mm -hmm. there there's like teams of three or four like people that have have hands on this bike they've all custom built it themselves like uh, everybody's bike is who knows what <laughs> a 190 a two something like yeah. they're all bored to the moon mm -hmm. everybody's like not telling anybody yeah. who's got what mm -hmm. it's funny it's like not Jeez. it's like i remember racing 50s i guess mm. back in the day where everybody's protesting everyone dude and, that could be a whole other podcast on 50 racing yeah That's... i got protested multiple times justin starling protested me once at uh ponca city on the Polini? On the Polini. And I remember they took it apart and there was like a restrictor plate in there that <laughs> made it slower than stock and it wasn't supposed to be in there. <laughs> the Polinis were fast though. They were they were good bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Those were good. Yeah. And like um obviously the Cobras are good now, but like they were And I had like a desig at those I had a designated like motor guy, mm. I think, at the Nationals not for Polini. So uh, like, who was your uh who the motor it? guy? Yeah. Barna or something? Well, yeah. Was Steve it? Barna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I remember. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then there was another guy that was I, that was like a full blown program when I would go to races because you had the engine guy, you'd have like a suspension guy, mm -hmm. you'd have my. There's a picture of me on the trailer. I was factory Polini. You were factory for that's a good while. Hilarious. Good uh, while. That's what the heck were we just talking about before that? Oh, Pit bike race. Yeah, sorry. I, story. I got ADD, dude. <laughs> okay, so uh, I get shuffled back to like third or fourth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I end up in a battle with this guy, 291. Okay. Still can't remember what the heck is. His last name's confusing. And uh, I think he passes me. Mm -hmm. I pass him back the next lap in the same spot. Mm -hmm. He kind of squeaks back around me because it was like an inside block pass, like hoping you would cut their momentum. Mm -hmm. And uh, But his bike was just so fast. He just went buzzed right up yep. the hill right next to me anyways. And then I made a really good pass on him on the inside, and then he just teed me up in a corner and just took me out. Oh, like a, the cheap shot of all corners because it was an inside rut that mm -hmm. you once you were hooked in it, yeah. you couldn't get out of it, mm. and it was kind of it was tight, but it was also high speed. You would slingshot out of it gotcha. really quick, and it wasn't barriered off correctly. So technically, you could cheap shot somebody in that mm. corner very easy. Gotcha. So that's what he did to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, my arm is still bruised all the way up the side. Jeez. And so he takes me out. I, I hop up on my bike. I look to the right. He flips me off. <laughs> and so then I just sit there. Cause I'm oh, like, okay. I'm like, all right, yeah, we'll you're going to take game? me out and flip me off. Yeah. I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> and then he pretended that his bike wouldn't start. Apparently he was like kicking it, but mm. it's electric start. He didn't oh. have a kickstarter. That's what everybody else told me. At gotcha. least I don't know if that's true. Gotcha. So he doesn't go back out. 
and I didn't do anything. I rode up next to him. Uh -huh. We like crossed the finish. Like, he yeah. waited there until the race was over. Uh -huh. And then at least this is how I remember it. And then we crossed the finish line together. Uh -huh. And because I probably wouldn't have done anything anyways. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what my plan actually was, but uh -huh. I was just so confused that he took me off out and then flipped me off that I didn't even know what to do. I was just sitting there looking yeah. at him like. I've only seen you angry enough to do something one time. What was it? Atlanta 2019. I don't want to say the rider that pissed you off. Was it a, a was it a foreign rider? No. Oh. Was it somebody with the initials RS? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen you more livid oh. in your well, life. Well, there was always situations with like that person or some other it'd be the same yeah. people that would get in your way in like a time yeah. qualifier or and something. It's super probably. weird for me because I'm friends with everybody. Yeah. Like, I love and most of the, if you're a private too, you're probably on the program. Yeah. And you're like, I'm a freaking, and I was like, please don't. He's got a fan next week and I, <laughs> I need him there at the race. <laughs> yeah. Just people that would just not move. Yeah. There was just like kind of just lack of respect that there were other people mm. out there. Uh, yeah, sorry. Anyway, getting sidetracked. So I get cleaned, yep. flips me off. I sit there. We cross the finish line mm -hmm. and I ride up next to him. I say, hey, don't be afraid, yeah. but I'm just letting you know. I said it like in this tone. Mm -hmm. Just know you're gonna you you get it back the same yeah yeah so not any harder yeah. just know that you're gonna get it back the same because uh -huh. that was kind of uncalled for yeah uh yeah. and then he yells back and he goes you started it i'm like oh here we go okay Jeez. like this kid's 12 mm, mm. uh and you started it i'm like i don't know how i could have started yeah it. so i didn't respond to that mm -hmm. uh next moto comes along uh -huh. he gets a second place start uh -huh. i'm in third we get to that same corner mm -hmm. on the first lap and I'm like, oh, this is absolutely perfect. This is a gift. <laughs> so I, which by the way, it's in front of the whole crowd. Oh, <laughs> so I take him out perfectly. Uh -huh. By the way, when he took me out, he fell mm -mm, Okay. Uh, or stalled. He either fell or stalled because mm -hmm. he was stuck there. I bump him a little earlier than he hit me in the turn. So mm -hmm. it was like less dirty, a little more strategic. Yeah. And I was able to to get him on the ground and mm -hmm. then immediately get out of there and like it, i didn't lose any time yeah uh he falls i do a fist pump <laughs> over the next jump crowd goes crazy he then waits oh and i i'm in second now or mm -hmm. third mm -hmm. so i'm i'm uh <laughs> oh, uncle scott's a legend man i'm now seeing him wait mm -hmm. and i'm like here we go yep so I'm in the middle of my race. He hops on right after me mm -hmm. and now starts coming for me. Oh. Every turn, his bike is so loud and yeah. I'm on an electric bike. Every mm -hmm. turn, he just yeah. wide open. Yeah. And so what I would do is, dude, I race super cross. <laughs> I know how to handle a situation like Which, this. Like, I what are you doing, like, was this, this T also race super cross? No, or is it a local, just a it's local just some dude with pit a fast bike, bike guy. Okay. Jeez. So imagine this. Huh. Imagine just taking out a Supercross guy uh -huh. at a pit bike race for no reason, flipping the Supercross guy off. And then just giving him a hard time the whole night. And then you get cleaned out the same exact way. Now you're chasing him down. <laughs> what is what is wrong with you? Jeez, dude. And uh. so wait, this whole story is unbelievable. So I know how to do this situation mm -hmm. perfectly. The mm -hmm. strategy is that when you are the guy that's about to get taken out, mm -hmm. You can charge in the turn. You can bluff it. Yeah. So you can charge in the turn hard for a second, yep. create them to commit more to yeah. what they're doing, and then just slam on the brakes and square up. Yep. You see Cut Jets under. amazing yep. at it. Yep. You know who's good at that? Davey used to be really good at that too. Davey who? Millsaps. 
Oh yeah, used to be phenomenal. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that were turning right. He used to be so good at that. And there would be the same guys that would always do it, but it would always work. Yep. Because it's like you can get that person in the moment to be like, all right, let's charge in a little harder. They then are now kind of like committing or out of control. And you use like a twelfth of the turn, and and it's right under exactly. Do it perfectly. Mm -hmm. Very next turn. Mm perfectly again very next turn right in front of where everyone is perfectly again i did it like three or four times Uh i'm like this guy isn't getting i'm just making making him look silly out here is that that's like so i that and scrubbing underneath somebody is the equivalent of like breaking someone's ankles and basketball stepping over stepping over them like literally like it's so disrespectful oh yeah this was you did that to me at alex spitnever you did it to me at uh austin's track remember we were doing drills Uh uh-huh uh it was like two at a time like i hit inside you hit outside and then we would switch you were you did it so disrespectfully i wanted to like pack up i wanted (laughs) and i drove five hours to get there you like in front of like all of the class and i would like it, it demoralized me. I was like, I'm going to take my ball and go home, dude. Oh <laughs> and I was on Austin's like super mod bike too. That's hilarious. So disrespectful. So he just, I just square him up three, four times in a row. But mm-hmm. you could tell he's fuming at this mm. point uh, because I'm just making him look even worse. Yeah, yeah. And then I come around and keep in mind, I'm still in third place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm still <laughs> in my race trying to deal with this guy's shenanigans. Yeah. And then, and there's a payout. As far as who, I know, I can make a first? couple thousand bucks. Uh, Joe Dirt. Okay, yeah, I'm sure. you're not catching him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he's extremely fast. He's light. He's mm-hmm. got the fastest yeah. spikes. Like, you, it, you're that, not he, he, That's what he does. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I come around, and the promoter has a red cross flag that he's using as a black flag. He jumps out on the track mm-hmm. in front of me and trying to wave me off the track, yelling, screaming, calling me names. And uh, What? Yeah. To so, you. So I, he jumps out on the track uh-huh. and I like have to, I throw the bike mm-hmm. and then grab the flag and I go, this isn't me. This is yeah, him. him. Or, what are you watching? Yeah, this is yeah. him. Uh-huh. And I get back on my bike uh-huh. and I finish my race. And I think he was able to get the other guy off the track Jeez. at that point. So then the race ends. Uh-huh. Now at this point, that whole incident, I get dead last, Mm-mm. but I at least like had fun and rode up yeah. four more laps. Yeah. Race ends, crowd swarms it's like a brawl is a brewing here Ooh, a crowd swarms because they're like oh boy it's gonna be good something's happening yeah and race promoter comes over yelling at me again and i'm like right away combating it with the most calm de-escalating yep smart touching him like this yeah yeah yep yep like i'm doing such a good job Yeah, yeah and i'm like Okay, I just, I'll walk you through this because I don't know what you saw from the Mm -hmm. beginning, what you didn't, but this is kind of how the whole thing played out. And I, not at any point in this was I in the wrong. Mm. Um, So I'm just going to walk you through. And we got him, I got him down to a point where he was good. Mm -hmm. He's apologizing. Mm -hmm. And then I take two steps to my right. And then it's like Fast and Furious style. It's the team of the kid, his bike builder, his sponsor. (laughs) And uh, the spot, the the main guy of the crew yeah. starts yapping off at us, like again, calling us names. I think, yeah. uh, saying like, "You better not f- like mess with like stepping towards yeah. us." So I step right up to this guy, yeah. and I do the same exact thing. Really, I say, "Hey, just walk me through it. Mm. Like, what you know? Mm. This is for money. I yeah. get it." Yeah. Um, and part of the conversation with the promoter before this, mm. uh. Because I went through a couple feet, I was like, I had him, uh-huh. and then he 
I triggered him because mm. I said, I, I was like, can you just for a second, uh -huh. because nobody ever does this with me ever. Mm -hmm. How about you think about my position yeah, here for yeah. a second? Perspective change. Professional supercross riders showing up that's mm -hmm. created a huge brand that makes a lot of money that yeah. a lot of privateers hate in supercross. I have a target at my back everywhere I go. Uh -huh. Like admit, like you yeah, have to admit yeah, that. Yeah. Because I'm, I finish where these guys finish mm -hmm. and yet I've created what I've created. Yeah. People hate that. Mm -hmm. So you don't think that I'm showing up to this pit bike race and then there's a target on my back? Yeah. That's clearly what's happening here. Mm -hmm. This person was mad that I just show up and yeah. all of a sudden I'm battling them yeah. at their own game mm. and they're relying on this for money. Yeah. I understand why you would get emotional. Mm -hmm. And uh but when I said something about like the brand and making a lot of money, yeah. the promoter Set them off. Brokey promoter was, mm. yeah, triggered. Uh, but then I reeled them back in. Mm. We got through that conversation. I was able to kind of like draw the picture of what happened. Mm. Move on to the to the guy's uh, team. Yeah. Work them through the whole conversation. Yeah. Get And by the way, like I'm also having to diffuse driver Jamie mm. and Matt Flood and a group of people around me yeah. that are like military yeah. guys that yeah. are wanting to, you know. Break some necks sure yeah yeah and jamie's not little no and he, he was a professional fighter yeah Can you imagine Did if you mac was there no i i, I didn't know oh that. my god yeah i have a rob yeah you're right i have a whole team of, yeah yeah you don't want to mess with the motor <laughs> seriously actually. like it's yeah no definitely not some brawl like, definitely i not. still can't believe like but that can't ever 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 happen. ever yeah, ever no, ever no, happen no, no, and this yeah. was a test of a moment to yeah where, like whoa this could happen yeah like and I, so I had to, and everybody's got Moto Academy on. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that cannot happen. Yeah, Even sure. this, this can't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so right. I'm, I'm now diffusing the team. Mm -hmm. And then the rider comes up as I'm talking to the team mm -hmm. and he steps in and he says, oh, he's not worth it. And I'm like, oh, again, <laughs> are we 12? Like, dude. So, but I was able, when you're at a certain point, mm -hmm. you recognize what that is. You 100%. don't take offense yep. to that. So yep. I was able to say, all right, this is because I'm also curious. Mm -hmm. You took me out out of nowhere, in my mind. Mm -hmm. So, you were pissed off. What what pissed you off? Can mm -hmm. you just walk me through that? Mm -hmm. And so he did, and this was really good. Mm -hmm. Now, like, think we've got a crowd of two hundred people yeah. listening and watching yeah. this at this yeah. point. And I go, so you were clearly, you know, emotional. Mm -hmm. And so what? Why? Mm -hmm. And he walked me through uh, a pass I made on him before the over under bridge, mm -hmm. and he said he didn't like it because he thought it was too close to the jump. Mm -hmm. But what's interesting, and I didn't realize this at the time, that's where he had passed me the lap before, and I mimicked his pass the mm. next lap, and they have it on film. Gotcha. His pass made contact yeah. with my front tire. Yeah. My pass didn't. Mm -hmm. I didn't contact him at all. Mm. So I'm like, okay. So that one got you a little mad. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. And then I said, is there anything else? And he said, yeah. And then in the right hander, a couple turns later, uh -huh. you pushed me really wide. And also this pass is on film, and it's a very good pass of me just going inside of him. And We're uh, racing, right? Yeah. Never made, never made contact. Okay. I never made contact. And I go, did I make contact with you on that one? And he goes, no. I'm like, okay, well, I, I think that you were just maybe a little worked up and in the moment. And yeah. I said, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But what we have to realize now is you, you took me out. Mm -hmm. I told you, you're going to get it, get it back. Even mm -hmm. you got it back even. Yeah. And we're even. Yeah. I said, we're because the team was concerned about me like messing with him in further moto oh. motives. And I'm like, I'm not emotional about yeah, this yeah, at yeah. all. No, 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 no. Yeah. But there's a way that this works. Mm -hmm. I'm a super cross rider. I know how this works. You mm -hmm. don't get just taken out blatantly. Yes. And then just 
lay well, down. All right. Yeah. Because they're gonna, it's, you're going to be gonna happen over You're going to be again. just everybody's yep. freaking yep. punching bag. 100%. Because everybody will mess with you. Yep. You don't want to be on the other end, but you need to stand up for yourself. 100%. And I was like, we're we're even we're good. yeah there, there was not there was no drama to even be made of that but mm. it was it was a crazy situation because of how many people saw what happened yeah. and the fact that the promoter was confused i think mm. or, so and just think little about fuel to the fire and the, the promoter weird. he does three or four events like that a year mm. he's got a small team of people probably helping him gotcha. he's stressed out yeah yeah so I get it. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think he he didn't understand the situation either. It took mm. some explaining of the mm -hmm. situation. I think he was more so probably also defending that guy does yeah. all that racer does all of those events. Gotcha. So he's defending his guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's there to make money. I don't care about how, if I'm making money from yeah. that race it's or not. Yeah. It supposed to be fun. Yeah. Uh it was wild. That's insane. It was wild. Driver Jamie after that, he goes, "AJ, I aside from Mother Teresa and the Buddha or Gandhi, whatever he said. <laughs> I don't know who could handle that situation. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was like, oh, thinking, dude, like, man, yeah, like between Mac and Rob and Driver Jamie and even in Supercross, when like, a, like, there's a little bit of some scuffles here and there with like other people. And like, I don't know who could look at Mac and be like, you know what? I'm going to mess with this guy and his rider. Like, yeah, somebody looked, did. Yeah. I forget uh, his name. Uh, we'll think of it or whatever. But I'm San Diego Blacksmith? or something. Yeah. Is that his name? Sure. Um, Close enough. Mess I, with Mac? That's brave. That, of all the people. That's I mean, brave. all of them. Driver Jamie is 250 pounds and was a professional fighter and yep. in the military. Yep. Matt Floyd, you haven't met yet, trains special force guys in hand-to-hand -hand combat. Oh also 200-plus pounds. Yeah. Mackenzie, six foot three, probably 6'4", 200-plus pounds. Just muscle. Rob, 6'7", 250-plus pounds, probably. 6'7", well, bring, uh, six, bring him down six, a little bit. Uh, six, I, six, I, I can't take the ego here. Six, six. <laughs> Yeah. Big dudes. Big dudes. I got a big, big I got a big entourage. You stop calling it entourage. I hate dude. that so much, dude. Because then you start using it and other people use it. And then when I get recognized, it's like, oh, you're part of AJ's entourage. And I'm like, don't, don't say that, dude. Dude, how funny is it, though, that we've always had a big group of people? It, it's, yeah. Right? Seriously, it's always been a, like we've rolled deep, like the, super that's deep. That's such an Italian thing to do. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Oh, it really is. Oh, dude. yeah. Because even like Tony rolls deep too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Jeez. Am I Italian? Yeah. yeah you got it. I got it. I have simulation, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah. Deep Sicilian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I survived the most dramatic pit bike yeah. event ever. I knew you guys were at a pit bike race because uh, Jackson kept texting me like oh. all those videos. But uh, oh, yeah, I forgot <laughs> about like, that. And nobody's giving me props, dude. Down like twenty pounds, feeling good. No one's giving me props. Like that guy. On, could you see in the video that his last name was Drakes, or could you no, no? He, he, like, so okay. so Jackson called me, and then I, and then Grant called me after and told me. But like, no, that's which is super rare because I never see my last name anywhere. So Drakes was out there killing the game. He had the funniest custom bike I've ever seen. To where like it had such big dual exhaust in the back. Loud. There's no way the tire could have cleared. <laughs> In between these, well, good thing it had such high end freaking suspension. That thing, like, it was like it was like four. 10 feet off the yeah, ground. Yeah, dude, thing was huge. Yeah, my goodness. But yeah, he got a hole shot one race by accident, <laughs> and you should have seen him have to deal Panic, with the lead. Dude. Yeah, I did that at Bud's Creek oh. one year, dude. I hole shotted Bud's Creek, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Like, dude, I, I think it was the A class. I panicked. 
I almost wanted to like, I hope someone takes me out, dude. Like this pressure, I can't handle this Isn't pressure. Isn't it funny how that, I mean, I got the whole shot and I didn't do practice yet. <sighs> Jeez, yeah. And I was like, what do I do now? Mm. Where do I even go? Jeez, dude. Yeah, so yeah, Drake's was out there Kill scrambling him. to try to keep that lead. <laughs> uh, that's funny. He went from first to 10th in like four corners. <laughs> and it was so dramatic though, how he went from first to 10th. Really? Yeah. Just ping pong balling around. <laughs> yeah, like couldn't have been any more dramatic. <laughs> He would have been so much better off just he's, stopping he's, and waiting. He's making the name proud, man. That's how, that's how we ride. It was crazy. All the drink boys. Because he was so slow every other time besides that. And he mm. just gets a whole shot out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, no. Dude. My gosh. Jackson that's... was ripping. Jackson's a good rider. Yeah, he ended up on the wrong side of the track in the wrong lane going a, a few times. I saw it multiple times. So did Mitchell, though. Really? Yeah. Every Mitchell was cracking. a good rider. Mitchell was cracking me up. So we did an enduro master class and a couple days yep, class yep. with uh, spencer will mm -hmm. who by the way he was so cool super nice guy he yeah. like fit right in with moto academy mm -hmm. like as if he was a part of the team mm -hmm. so cool and also extremely skilled like that's a different kind dude, of we riding. suck yeah that's we, a, we suck like the amount that you have to know your motorcycle yes it's crazy uh Millie, if she decides that she wants to pursue motocross in any fashion, mm -hmm. she will have a trials bike from age two mm -hmm. and learn how to ride trials yes. and hard enduro because the bike skill is unreal. Yep. He was cracking up at one point because we, for some reason, started on the biggest tractor tire I've ever seen. That's mm -hmm. like three feet off the ground. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how am I ever going to get over this with yeah. a huge hole in the middle? So yeah. not only did you have to double blip is what's called to get up. Yeah. You had to then bunny hop across the hole. Yeah. That's where I started. Mm. So the first attempt, I missed the double blip. I get wedged up and I'm just stuck up there <laughs> teeter-tottering. And when he gets stuck in those situations, uh -huh. he doesn't get stuck. Yeah. He manipulates the bike and like gets out as if you can't even tell he messed up. Yeah. And so he was goofing. He was cracking up at an incident in Supercross where mm. Anderson, Jason Anderson got like stuck on a tough block. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Like, couldn't get yeah, off yeah, of it yeah, yeah. and he's like i was watching with all my enduro buddies and we were cracking up because we would have got off that thing in a like, half second and they're like he was stuck up there for 30 seconds couldn't move geez. but it's so true you learn your bike so well so well i mean just think about how useful that is like to know like to have that gut feeling of like when my r's are down here my bike does this when my handlebars are turned like this my chassis will then do this so i need i mean how useful would that if be? If I'm tipping for... over, unbalanced in this position, my foot can touch here. Like yes. he can, and this is, seems like a simple thing, but it's not. I wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. He pushes his bike out of his truck. Mm -hmm. He'll sit on his bike, mm -hmm. roll off his truck backwards while sitting on his bike. Really? Yeah. It doesn't um, seem that scary, but when you no, get up there does. and have to do I'm, that. Yeah, I'm not doing that. No yeah. way. Roll off backwards? I wouldn't even do it out of the van. Yeah, the van no, is half the height no, of the truck. I can't. I said, no way. Yeah. And Jeez. he just does it like it's nothing because he's so used to getting stuck halfway up a hill yep. and then rolling backwards yep. and like knowing how to do that. Oh my goodness. Um, That's difficult. It was, I don't know what, why we started that conversation, but he, uh, it was crazy to be able to watch. Yeah. It was crazy to be able to watch that. Mm. Why did I bring that up? Oh, um, Mitchell pit bike. Oh, uh, so Jackson. Mitchell in the woods uh -huh. cracking me up a dealership. I can't remember what it's called now. Shout out to this dealership in PA. We plugged them in a bunch of videos. Dropped off a XCW 250, XCW mm -hmm. 450 for us to use for two days. Mm -hmm. The 250 stalled every two seconds. Like it just would flame out, mm. which KTMs tend to do. But like this one was even worse. I'm like, what really? is happening? The 450 was awesome, but it's just a lot of power a to lot control. Of bike. Yes. 
in like these really technical situations mm -hmm. where you have to be like 10% throttle, 5% throttle. And Mitchell is not an aggressive out of control person, yeah. but it was funny because he was using way too much power to try yeah. to get over something. He uh -huh. would just go, yeah, and like <laughs> launch up over the log and everybody's like, whoa, hang on a second. And it just looked so out of control, but I don't know if it felt out of control. Yeah. But I was just like, what the heck is going on, Mitchell? That's... And then Mitchell gets in the pit bike race and uh -huh. eats it, gets his front tire taken out, going up over like a high speed double, uh -huh. eats it. Nobody saw it. Yeah. Then like every time I turn around, he's flying off the track and he's like off along yeah. the fence, like he's trying not to the hit most, sprinkler like, heads. Composed solid guys, too. Yeah. He had a couple of funny situations Jeez, through the week Mitchell. where I was goofing on him because he is. He's really he's really composed in control yeah and he's like the one thing that i love about mitchell is like he's he's young you know and like every time you watch him ride he doesn't have that young guy like kind of like how we expected deegan to ride when he first went pro mm -hmm. like he's always gonna like push the front do this about this and that like when mitchell went pro like dude he was so like in control man like, mitchell's a perfect person for he really his is. role at moto academy it's now because he embodies dude, the way that i teach how yeah. to ride yep. he's really really calm on the bike He's, and he's getting good at speaking already. Mm. So he's already projecting his voice louder. Yeah. He uh, saying um less. Mm. Yeah, it just That's takes hard. practice. That's hard to do. Yeah, and it That's... just the only thing is you have to have the experience and practice it. That's all it takes. At the beginning, I had to use Rob to talk yeah. during the riders' meetings yeah. at my classes back in like 2016 when yeah. I started because I didn't have enough confidence speaking in front of a group that mm. I couldn't just start the class by myself. I like mm -hmm. needed him. Yeah. And Mitchell at his second class ever, mm -hmm. I got stuck halfway there and mm -hmm. he had to fly to Vancouver by himself. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And did a class of 60 people, Jeez. 60 for your second time, second class ever. And he calls me at the end of the day and he goes, AJ, I think I killed it. He's really? Like, yeah. He's like, I did so well. Out of boy. And Allie heard that phone call and cause I had it on speaker. And I'm like, thank God, mm -hmm. thank God. I've made a lot of really good choices mm -hmm. employee-wise, like yeah. the last three or four people that we brought on. Mm -hmm. And everybody's been killing it. Jackson's I, been doing really well. Hannah, who, have you met Hannah yet? I don't think I've met Hannah yet. You would love Hannah. Mm -hmm. She's amazing and she mm -hmm. does so much. Mm -hmm. She's like the organization of the team. Gotcha. Uh, Tony's been killing it. Love Tony. Mitchell's been killing it. I told you about Mitchell years ago. Yeah. I was like, you need to hire him full time. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's flexible. He's like in a perfect position to where, uh, they actually, him and Cam just got an apartment right next to the airport. So he could be close to an airport. Oh, really? So they up and moved yeah. just for the convenience of Moto awesome. Academy. And Cam's such a, she's so supportive. Like mm -hmm. we, that's a whole other podcast of like, dude, having a supportive partner when you're in this lifestyle, like traveling and moto and like trying to build something. You have to. It's worth its weight in gold. Like there's a reason why like you don't see like Moose Skin and Dungy and all these guys like hopping around to bars at night after races, like having that one solid person that supports you through this. God, dude, it's really. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of like a cheat code to a lot of it. Because it is. you have another, I mean, yeah, you not only have another person that like supports you, mm -hmm. but a person that is working on it with you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Allie's become. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. There's almost, there's two of me now that are going at something the whole time. Yeah. I know with racing, it's a little, it's a little different because you're out yeah. there by yourself. Yeah. But yeah, 
Um, Cam's been really, really supportive with Mitchell. Yeah. Mitchell, up until that point, they were in a good position where like they weren't strapped down mm -hmm. with anything specifically. Yeah, he's able to go uh, when the facility opens in mm -hmm. Florida. He'll be down yeah. in Florida. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yep. And that's same so thing solid. with the whole rest of the team. Yeah, the whole rest of the team right now would pick up and move. Yeah, anywhere we needed them to. Yeah, which is good. I like the the fact that it stayed like. <clears throat> like a family almost you yeah. know like it's not like all oh, these are my coworkers. it's like like dude i'll literally i'll i text uh grant yeah and call you i call i call oh, grant's, grant's parents killing it i like literally i talk to grant's parents as much as i talk to grant like tony and i have our own thing like you and i obviously then you and tony like everybody's like feels like it's like a that's one thing i've been really proud of like whether it's motor academy or the collective like i love the fact that like it's felt like it's like a family like we enjoy each other inside outside like it doesn't matter we all want to together do great if you need something dude there if i need something you're there like i love the fact that we've been able to cultivate that in moto academy i think that's why it's successful dude because everybody is passionate everyone loves each other everybody really cares about what this is like i'm not officially moto academy but dude i love talking to people on the app like I've, I've been slacking last week but uh catching up yeah, on sleep me but, too because i was in virginia i missed but, a week straight of messages dude it's been like and it from like it's in the get-go the minute the master class dropped dude it's like bombarded and i loved every second man it's yeah because it's an extension of that family i is, think people yeah. see it it's like tangible and it's obvious yeah. for people to and it's watch. real it's not fabricated you know like these literally are my friends you know like yeah yep and ali literally products. was my emergency contact for a long time <laughs> That is hilarious. <laughs> and from a productivity standpoint, like you couldn't wish for anything better than a group of people that yeah. are really invested in wanting to see something grow. Yeah. Because that's the biggest struggle as a as the owner. Yeah. Is like trying to make people care about mm -hmm. it as much as you do. And it, that, these guys and girls really it. care about yeah, it. Yeah. For one hundred percent. Yeah. Even Nate, you haven't met Nate yet, who's been doing all our website stuff. Mm -mm. Uh Nate's been unbelievable these last two months yeah creating websites like in days that are high level sites making mm. big changes quickly like nate has been has been killing that's awesome man that's yeah super sick moto academy's in a good spot i i'm i'm proud of it like it's looking at where it came from dude i still remember like you training like damien like one-on-one -on -one at like rocky hill like in the back somewhere like what the hell was AJ doing that day? <laughs> and now dude like it's huge yeah it's super big yeah yeah, so we did uh, yesterday. I had the team finalize because I'm finalizing my Fox deal for 24, mm -hmm. a couple other deals for 24. And they wanted to just see like a, the media kit with updated mm. numbers. And I looked at it yesterday and I was like, oh my God. So for 23, mm -hmm. and this is a way low ball, uh, we, had a, we had 20 million views across the board. Really? 20 million. Jeez. And what's really cool about that is that's more primarily longer form content. Yeah. Podcasts, podcast clips that are, you know, <clears throat> eight to 15 minutes. Yeah. Longer videos. It's not like that's 20 million views on, like you know, a four a second quick TikTok. TikTok thing. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's, that's a lot that's of people. That, that shows not only a lot of people, but that shows like to be able to garner attention for that long for a video, you know, it's difficult. Like I, I probably can't get through a lot of them. But like that shows like you're building like a community that like follows along that cares enough that feels connected enough that's 
yeah. what I draw from that, you know? Yeah. Especially when it comes to longer form content. You right. Got, you got to really like the person to sit through. Totally. You know? That's why I like to have all of it. The podcast, yeah. this is something I could do until the day I die. The yeah. podcast, and it ultimately, as basic as it is because mm -hmm. you're just talking, it's kind of the highest level because if you could get somebody invested for a half hour yeah. or an hour or two hours, yep. that's way more valuable than four seconds. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah, so I saw that. I'm like, that was one of those moments where I looked at it. And I'm like, holy crap. Sheesh. That's yeah, pretty cool. That's amazing. There's been a lot of those lately. Because I was so wide open for a few years where I was blind. Yeah. And you, yeah, you don't, like we just talked about in the car, you don't take a second to like smell the roses a little bit and mm -hmm. see how far you've come. Like it's. Yeah, there was probably three years straight where I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally I was like, <gasps> oh my gosh. Caught my breath and looked around <laughs> yeah. and I was like, what? Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, really lucky. We got to do more of that. Yeah. I, uh, I yeah, once we have this facility, like for collected to be able to operate out of there consistently. Yeah. It's going to be good. That's going to be yeah. sick. I'm excited. You're going to love this. Mark is awesome. Yeah, uh, Mark's sure. family is awesome. You're going to you're gonna love those guys. The name Too Mark bad so you don't want to live PTSD. in Florida. <laughs> it's like still sometimes I get PTSD when I hear Mark. I'm like, okay, cool. Everybody. Wow, <laughs> that's a throwback. But um. No, I'm, I'm sick. Yeah, I know. Like I, I really, Florida. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Florida, Florida and me, man. I, because uh, I spent so much time in Naples. Remember, I was like yeah. in Naples like every single week. I'm like, oh, dude. I'm like, I'm over it. And then I'm just, just about the place in Austin. I'm looking for a place up here or whatever. And like, it's just, it's New England's a, cool to have a spot. I think. I think so. I'm, I'm, I don't definitely don't think I'll do like a full blown like huge place or whatever but like dude if i can get like a townhouse or something mm -hmm. here i think that's going to be much more beneficial than anything summers and fall, fall? and spring i mean it's <sighs> nothing compares it's beautiful here nothing compares yeah so yeah i'm definitely thinking about virginia's that. quite nice too in those months it really is uh, mm -hmm. where our places are in northern virginia mm -hmm. so that's why we're like trying to decide where we want to be do. uh we can't figure it out, dude. I think we're gonna go live in Europe for a few months next this coming summer. Did I tell you about that uh, offer I had in Munich? No. Oh, dude. So <clears throat> you don't want to do it? No. It just it, it, it was the logistically it didn't work out and like financially didn't make sense and uh, they wanted me to come out and um, design some bikes for Gas Gas and KTM some like electric stuff and thought it was super cool. This one uh, this one firm, dude. They do like Adidas. They design everything. They're full blown branding, marketing, creation, like, and uh, I was wondering, I'm like, why is this interview like in like German time? Why do they give sending me the invite? Like, I'm like, I get on the call, yeah, it's super <laughs> weird. And there's mountains in the background. I'm like, must be Colorado. <laughs> and like, the lady gets on. She has an accent. Looks like a supermodel. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's a transplant in Colorado or Utah or wherever that mountain range, you know, looks like. And they're like, all right, cool. So we're talking about the programs and like everything sounds like it's going to be good. You know, you've got like two years to do these two bikes. And I'm like, dude, my previous spot, I'd launched a product in like, I only had nine months and like 300 grand. They're talking like two years and all this millions. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm down. You know, this is sick. It sounds like easy work. And they're like, all right, so when can you move out here? I'm like, oh, yeah can it be remote like you're only in colorado right they're like oh no we're in munich i'm like oh uh, that's the it. accents and the i just did it it just have it you just been takes to europe some... before i think when i was really little but so far we've just been hopping around to like the islands and stuff because of tony and, and then mexico for supply readings and all whatever all that other stuff but uh for, we were supposed to go to i mean i think i think i'm going to england and that uh it's and a supercross next year or something I'd say it's worth, uh, that's why we want to go do it. First of all, we're going to, we have a plan for inside of the app. Mm -hmm. 
uh, I can't, it has something to do with multiple, a lot of languages, gotcha. which is really exciting. I don't want to say too much on the podcast just yet. I can translate for you. So do you speak another language? Uh, decently Spanish only because of, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, but, uh, that's like a, a little bit of French because I had a French supplier that I had to do tire development with. Huh. But uh, that's dude. My French is horrible. My Spanish, it's very much like, "What's up, girl?" How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's about all I got, buddy. So we're doing something with a lot of languages, mm -hmm. and cool. so we're gonna do a proper world tour next year because nice. we had to skip it this year with having timing of having the baby yeah. and everything. So I was like, "Why don't we just go live in the UK or yeah. something for yeah. three months, mm -hmm. and I could just fly out of London." to hit all yeah. whatever world tour locations I have to go yeah. hit. So I think that's you can hit Heathrow from hit. a lot of different spots too. Like, yeah, for yeah. cheap. Yep. And it's quick and easy. Mm -hmm. Uh I really want Millie to have a English accent. <laughs> but live in the US. <laughs> Daddy. Well if we just spend a few years there and then we're going to be around Mark who's from the UK. Mm. He lives in Dubai, he's from the UK. Yeah. So his family has British acts, UK. Or you end up with like that weird, like UK, US, transatlantic, super weird. And I want to speak a different language. Mm. So that's, that, that's Spanish is a big one. Sp um, yeah, you, you, ha you need to speak Spanish. Like yeah. it's, it's, uh, and I want to learn with her, but that's it's just going to be, you need to speak it fluent. Like you need to like be immersed in it. Like, um, like you need to have somebody like that's like constantly like you, it's gonna feel awkward and embarrassing, and uncomfortable. But like the more you do it, like the easier it gets. Like I'm, I'm telling you, like once you're immersed in it, it's. Yeah, we were thinking of having. We, we're gonna see what it's like have once the baby is born, mm -hmm. and then if we think that it would be helpful to have, um. Kind of like a nanny in a like, sense, like an au pair or something. Like an au pair. Yeah. Uh, that is on our radar as a possibility. Gotcha. So then you could. You know, yeah. be specific about getting the language that you want, and yeah. then you're just around it all the time. And you pick it up because you're hearing it here and there. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, that's way to do it. I think. Yeah, I think. Um, okay, well, we're an hour in. I'm Already? sure my uncle Scott's out there just. Jeez, that happens. Pumped quick. up and ready to chat. Is he out there? Yeah, I gotta take pictures of this stuff because my dad is gonna do it. There's so many memories that like I forget about this stuff sometimes. I know. Like, oh, if you want to just have a walk down memory lane come to this shop yeah. i can see an m2r helmet right from here which nobody talks about i mentioned that a little while ago no one knew what the heck i was talking about really nobody knew m2r shout out m2r dude you they, were an m2r too didn't you i did for like a little bit and then i got into rye okay like, yeah um and the hair started growing arise <laughs> were sick arise were phenomenal i used to dude i don't know why I, or how i used to get free arise Really? They sent me free helmets all the time. Arai was very generous. I did not deserve it. Like, I I will tell you firsthand, I did not deserve a lot of the sponsors that I had, dude. I what was, did you wear for gear for the most part? Uh, Thor for a while. Okay. And then got into Fox. And uh, Tony hopped around with gear. Like, it was. Did you never wear No Fear? No. Okay. I, had, I always had thick thighs, but I couldn't wear No Fear. Like, that's the same reason why I can't wear, like, A-star stuff. Oh, did it fit tight? Fit super tight. I mean, I am an FXR guy for life. I have to say that. But um, they just they, they keep spoiling me, man. They're such a good good group. But uh, oh, Is the FXR stuff a compression tight fit, too? Uh, where it needs to be. Yeah. So, like, there was there was a fit. I don't know why, but, like, everyone's going to, like, the tighter, like, uh, compression fit, not, like, the more – there's a loose version of it. Dude, I put on a shirt this summer. 
<laughs> and Mary goes, you look like a summer sausage. Like, because I was like tight, fat, tight, fat, like all the joints. <laughs> like, you look like a summer sausage. I'm like, cool. And it's like bright cotton candy pink to match the bright cotton candy FX, uh, the 6D helmet I had. I told O'Neal in 2014 mm -hmm. when everybody's wearing 2014 2015 2016 everybody's yeah. wearing very baggy stuff yeah. kind of at that point i said can you guys make me a Stuart mm -hmm. had the seven stuff that just came just, out yeah, and he was yeah. the only guy wearing yeah. tight stuff Remember i how said weird it looked at first? everybody yeah. i told i said everybody is gonna want that everybody's gonna yeah. wear that and o'neill thought i was crazy Look at us now, Freaking, man. Your guy's a visionary over here now. Everybody's got the <laughs> impression are... stuff. Your guy's and a visionary. And it just took 10 years to happen. <laughs> oh, I like that. Oh, man. I'm excited for this season. Oh, yeah. It's going to be this fun is, to watch. This is going to be good this season. This is going to be really good. Like, I, I Are you cannot... planning on going? What's your plan? Um, So the program's going to be open. Um, we're going to run the internship and the fan experience program, like always, um, getting people hooked up. Um. We're gonna I'll probably be at most of them. Like really? Uh I'm gonna try to. Um A one? I'm thinking about I, you know I don't like the California well, rounds. I think so we're gonna do the twelve days of Christmas inside Moto Academy where mm -hmm. we give away something every day. I think that this is spoiler alert. Uh -huh. I think that one of the main prizes on like the tenth, eleventh, or twelfth day of Christmas, mm -hmm. we will it'll be a trip giveaway to okay. anaheim one okay i figured it'd be cool yeah. we're trying to work with fox on getting fox raceway for a day or two before mm -hmm. a1 and mm -hmm. having a fox athlete come do a yeah. big kind of uh That'd be sick. mega class yeah if we coordinate for that one like yeah I'm, yeah I'll, I'll definitely be in for that one you know not any more of the california ones for me yeah least. yeah I, that's i was to say that you know but anaheim one feel. yeah a1 well, probably obviously the east coast rounds um, there's a couple of cool ones yeah um, st louis which i love uh pennsylvania I think something like that. I saw Alabama. Really? I think I saw Alabama. Then I think Tennessee's still on there, which Nashville we we, awesome. we still haven't gone. Because remember the year that I went, when they first went there, you were set, you were out, yep. you got hurt, and then my flight got canceled last year. Last year was a ton of fun. horrendous. I don't know, like it was so many cancellations for me. Oh, all up well, and down yeah. the East Coast. It was just it was awful. My whole year was that. Yeah, I probably but... lost a hundred grand. Dude, not I, even kidding i between I like canceled classes mm -hmm. and when the these the flight would get screwed up it was always weather yeah which i was always suspecting that it wasn't, it wasn't weather. weather yeah and then when it's weather you're effed yeah you're paying for your hotel you're exactly. paying for your changes like it's on you i had to stay an extra four days in new york after the point because of cancellations yeah, I had to stay. In, yeah. I got stuck in New York yep. at one point. Yep. So it's flying out of Albany. Yeah, it's it like all on your dime at that point. Exactly. Like, thankfully, like my uncle had a place I could stay, but like, dude, it was a pain. Mm -hmm. Such a pain. That but was yeah. my whole summer. Yeah, I feel oh. for you. I remember I called you a couple of times and you were like, I'm oh. in an airport. I'm like, well, dude, every time we sh talk, one of us is <laughs> like, stuck in an airport. It's like an airport. But uh, it's, dude, I was that... always, every time I talked to you, I remember I was always in Denver. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in Denver. I'm stuck in Denver somehow. <laughs> I was trying to get to Florida and now I'm in Denver and I'm stuck here. And I can't even get into the uh, freaking Centurion Lounge because the line is down the escalator. Oh, my. Dude, those lounges are worth their weight in gold. You know what they did? What's that? Is they were, did you notice that they were, which ones do you go into? So I usually do the American Admirals mm -hmm. for lounges. And then, like, if, if like they don't have a good one, I'll do, like, the whatever. So they pass a Centurion. So something. the Centurion is for, yeah. like, the platinum mm -hmm. card holders for yeah. Amex. They're awesome. 
And the Platinum Amex also gets you access to a bunch of other ones mm -hmm. as well. But was, what was starting to happen is they were all getting so full that you would be in a line out the freaking door to mm. even get in and it wasn't worth even trying. Yeah. So what they did, thank God, and they're going to bump it up is what I'm hearing. Now there's a minimum spend on the card to be able to get access. So you have to spend 75 grand a year mm -hmm. on that card to be able to, to be eligible to get in, which gotcha. is awesome because yeah. it thinned everybody out. Yeah, and exactly. I was like, when they told me that, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I'm like you should make it double that. <laughs> right, keep it even. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna hit 75. I, I do, I really never use my credit cards at all. Oh, really? Yeah, I never, like just for like points and like miles yeah. and stuff. Our situation's like, different because I'm running a business constantly. Off of a card. Yeah, yeah. So mine, I, I, I mean, I spend, I spend close to a million dollars a year on that card. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, mine is nowhere near that. Um, so it's like, dude, up the freaking, get <laughs> these people go, out of here. Go. Yeah, the, some of those cards, dude, they're the perks you get. Like, it's great. And I don't understand. Like, I know so many people that travel probably just as much as we do that refuse to get pre-check and global entry. Yeah, that just like I don't need it. I'm like, dude, you're you're fine as much as I I need it. I definitely need it. You have it. clear too? No, only because of the eye scans freaked me out. Like oh. I felt like it was like born identity where they're gonna like they're gonna clone me. But I, I remember because Allie told me to get it, mm -hmm. so of course I got it. Uh, Allie. But... Have you gone in and out of Hartford a bunch lately, or no? Yeah, a little bit here and there. Yeah. When you go out of Hartford, mm -hmm. the clear will become worth it because really? if you go at the wrong time, you'll see how long that pre-check line is, mm -hmm. and it's an hour wait in pre-check, and then nobody does the clear. Really? So you could just walk right through. I felt Weird There's though, a couple dude. of airports. Uh, Denver was one of them where mm -hmm. I saved a lot of time. Clear line was even long. Mm -hmm. uh, but pre-check was like down the hallway and I couldn't even see the end of the line for pre-check. I'm like, what's the point? Gosh. Because I remember. Uh, I don't have global entry. Yeah. Because you guys remember when we went to uh, the Bahamas. I They barely even asked me my name. That's well worth it. And you guys were there for an hour in line, mm -hmm. dude. And I was eating. That's well worth it. Yeah. That's definitely well worth it. Especially if you're international a lot. But um yeah, I, I, there's so many people that I know that do not have it. That I'm like, get something. Like, you need something, dude. Like, fake an injury, like, toilet tissue up your so leg. Even, and like, even the, that credit card thing, because you spend, I want to say the the fee for my card is maybe $300 a year. I think it's, it's pretty high. Yeah. Or is it less than that? No, I think it's more than that. Oh, is I it like $700? Like $690 something. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's that much? Yeah. That's well, I mean, think about it. You're getting, you also get access to all this extra stuff, dude. Like this, just the lounges totally. are worth it. So people get scared away by that number. Yeah, yeah. But then when you just look at the benefits, especially it's, when you're spending a yeah. lot. Plus, it's like, if oh. you spend like what, like 10K in the first month or three months or something, you get so many Matt, points. Yeah. Like that's easy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. We accumulate enough points on there each year mm -hmm. to do, you know, multiple yeah. vacations yeah. completely paid for. That's smart. Which is cool. Yeah. That's one of the benefits. Like, I always am the seller of telling people to start their own business because I'm like, yes, it's extremely difficult. But it so is. isn't anything. Yep. Uh, but it gives you so much freedom and flexibility to be creative with like your income. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the benefits is like yeah. you have that credit card that not only are you, you have a ton of freedom to expense things that mm -hmm. normally as a W 2 employee you mm -hmm. couldn't expense. Yeah. But you're just building those points up on that card that you yes. could use for whatever the heck you want. Exactly. On top of like, dude, starting your own business and having that like 
expression and like that creative outlet. So cool. And it's so freaking cool. I remember, and you probably had this feeling too. I remember I was, this is like the third year of the collective and I was flying to uh, Monster Energy Cup and I was sitting there. I was like, dude, I've got like this thing that I just started in my brain is now allowing me to fly to Monster Energy Cup to hang out with people from a completely different country. I think they're from Australia. They're flying in mm-hmm. and I was facilitating the whole experience. And I'm like, dude, this is absolutely insane. Like th- insane. I should not be able to do this, like flying on my, not even my dime to go like make someone's dreams come true. And a once in a lifetime experience at a cool thing that I also love, like, dude, it was just how many young people get a chance to do insane. that. Insane, And anybody can go and do it too. Exactly. Which is cool. You just have to, and you just have to be creative at the beginning yes. and, and you, most people are creative. Yeah, Everybody's yeah, creative. Yeah, it's just who yeah. flexes that muscle enough and who exactly. practices and keeps being creative. pushing. Because you're gonna, I can't tell you. No, you're gonna hear oh, no. Yeah. You're gonna have roadblocks. It's gonna be weird and uncomfortable. Like thinking about it now, remember the first year of the collective? Like, dude, I was sleeping on your floor. Yeah. Like, like literally, and grateful for the hour of sleep before I had to drive six hours after being up for twenty something hours. You know, like. That was insane. Remember, like, because for a while, like, we go out to eat afterwards, and you'd be like, "All right, guys, see you later." And you're like, "Dude, how are you driving right now?" It's one a.m. Where are you going? (laughs) That seven-hour drive back home, (laughs) Dave. It's fifteen degrees outside. There's two feet of snow on the ground. Where are you going? There's so many. (laughs) There's so many of those, dude. Yeah, Yeah, the Jetta. It's got it. Where are you driving? I was driving a Jetta. I had to like rub the wires. And I didn't have reverse, so I had to push the car back out and then run and hop in. God, were you Dude. there the night? I think you were in after Minneapolis Supercross where we were pushing cars yes. out yep. of the parking lot. Yep. Big James was helping. Her. Yeah, that that was probably one of the best memories I have oh. of Supercross. Yeah, like there's there's a handful where we had some fun because like afterwards, like we were he- literally helping people around the city, having a fun, like just a blast, getting stuck and laughing our butts off. But then after we all played Clue. <laughs> <laughs> in that haunted wow. Airbnb and <laughs> trying to be all strategic while also being sleep deprived. But didn't I win? Because I was being crazy I think, creative. I, I think you won like one one round, and the rest was I think it was Akeem won the rest of them. And Jason got really into it, dude. He was like offended because we were like like almost ganging up on him with like the strategy and stuff. But dude, that memory like those were some good times, yeah. man. Just Big James Stewart. Over just, there, yeah, just help helping us, us yeah, push, push cars, cars out. out. It was there was so much snow, and I think I did. Maybe I did well that night too. I remember that. Yeah, being yeah, a you know, fun yeah. We, we was a we had good energy, so yeah, I think so. You know, it's funny. The first race I ever brought Mary to was Millville, uh, 2019, uh-huh. and she got her car stuck, and we were in super parking, and Barsha gets out and is helping her uh, get her car unstuck, and she's like, "That guy was nice." I'm like, "Fucking Justin Barsha, dude!" Like, <laughs> girls are screaming. You know God, what I mean? Nationals are cars would always get stuck always got stuck dude that like unadilla is notorious i do not miss having to go race all the nationals i like so southwick's always special because it's our yes. home um love south a few of them a year yeah, absolutely but having like to that, follow that whole series it's brutal yeah and not dude there's there's some times where i'm exhausted i'm not even racing and i'm like i don't want to do the this mechanics having to keep those bikes clean the Which is whole impossible. thing yeah that's that was so, such a difficult time. Yeah. And me, I remember the years I was doing it, like I was broke. Yeah. And I was only doing it because I was trying to just make a little the, bit the more next, money. Yeah, or... for the next weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, people think it's glitz and glamour being like the, the pro series. And even like, 
and that's how like kind of how the collective got started like after i came, came hung out with you at like gillette or something and realized that like oh it's not all everyone's freaking caking up and making no. all this money it's it's difficult it's struggle city for a lot of people so yeah a few of those years were like hard yeah hard, like getting man. money from the collective and having the fans there would be like something i would look forward to because yeah. i was like it was creating an opportunity for me to actually make a couple hundred bucks yep. on the weekend instead exactly. of like just break even yeah no that was dude we, the early collective days were so much fun and like people like we made really good memories for people like Oh yeah, because like, we think about like that's how the this whole Moto Academy thing is now with the trip giveaways. Yeah. It we just we did a really good job of they were just a part of mm. the team. Yeah, yep. So yeah. if that meant dinners afterward, hanging yep. out afterward, like all through, they were just thrown into just being a yeah. part of the team. Like I think about it, dude. Like Tyler McAdams, like he was an intern, like yeah. just hung out with us afterwards. And dude, I was at that guy's wedding a couple weeks ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I saw him. 508 a couple weeks ago mm. he just got a brand new husky 350 oh, I think sick, yeah. Yeah, and actually sick. i saw him at mx 23 the day before that and mm -hmm. it was muddy and he's it was brand new he oh had no and i'm like you're gonna do this he's like yeah <sighs> i was watching him just go around the track the first couple laps like because <laughs> there's something about mx 23 and 508 it is nearly impossible to wash your bike after you ride mm, there. yep I don't know what it is. Yeah. That dirt is cement. It sticks. And yeah. it sticks. There was one time where I rode and then let my bike sit for two days mm -hmm. and then tried to wash it. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I might as well just get another one yeah. and start over. <laughs> Leave it there. The I track. couldn't believe it. I'm like, it's done. Gosh, dude. That's embarrassing just trying to get the bike clean. Oh, speaking of embarrassing ADD moment, you know what I thought about the other day? You remember when I was trying to get a job at JGR? No. Oh, so uh, I was, I wanted to be a, um, like one of their, um, like either like PMs or like one of their like uh, engineers on their team. And I messaged Jeremy Albrecht. I remember that. This <laughs> is Jeremy Albrecht on LinkedIn. And he was like, hey man, like your resume looks good. Like, let's, <laughs> want you to give me a call. <laughs> Um, do you remember yeah don't you say what happened man yeah so did you not this is what i remember you called and began to leave a very professional voicemail very professional the and then something went awry. awry completely forgot my callback number and i was like hey, dude professionals all get out and I this is mind you like probably like the 20th time that i had called the guy um and i was like no i'm gonna keep persevering i left a voice dude professional voicemail and at the end i go my number is eight damn it and up. No. never never called the guy back dude no i swear if, to god i hope he has that email saved <laughs> dude, voicemail saved i dude there's been damn so it. dude there's been so, my entire racing career and like industry career is just mired in moments like that dude I, yeah you should have a movie i really dude there's i was with uh at a wedding with jenna smith and she brought back like all the memories of like like growing up racing whatever she's like dude i remember a time when you were racing and you were a little bit pudgy i'm like thanks and she's like you did this triple and you landed and like your gut got like like exhaled or something and your kidney belt went flying across the track and i'm like oh god <laughs> oh my god Dude, you need like a like a stenographer or a your own you need uh, somebody filming your moments at all times because really these, some do. of these stories and moments that you've had just insane are hilarious insane man hilarious. and every year it's something 
I can't wait to, speaking of which, I can't wait to post the video of you getting in the dude, water today. Your boy's back is looking kind of swole, dude. Like, I'm, the gym's been treating me nice. Lord of the Rings on that. <laughs> I don't know, but the night scenes in uh, Game of Thrones, I don't know if you saw, but. Uh... <laughs> All right, so we're hour 15. We've done it. Awesome. Feels good. We've done it. Talked about absolutely nothing. You learn nothing in this podcast. <laughs> Go to club.themotoacademy.com if you want to learn something. Go to the thecollectivexp.com if you want to just join us in experiences from internships to fan experiences we're going to do them at supercross this year i'm going to be involved yep. if i'm racing i keep saying i'm racing i just gotta figure out dave's Logistics. gonna be doing it no matter what yeah yep so i'll be there no matter what and like yeah it doesn't matter if you want to get into content creation team management mechanic work we facilitate i mean you've seen it we've we got... talked about it on the drive here yeah so many people have gotten their start. Oh, the, it's insane. Like cool it, starts. Yeah. And like cool really, start. I mean, Dude, Cole Beach we... works for Stuart now. He was one of our first interns. <laughs> yeah. Um, look at Grant. Grant was an intern. Now yep. he's full time. Now full time. Uh, Steve Hermelo. Then we got um, Tanner Ashenbrenner, who works for like, AGE. He was one of our first ones. And like, Dude, the list just goes on and on for these people. Yeah. Like, yeah, Cole just... going to now producing uh, the Stewart podcast. That's cool. Dude, one of our interns is more hooked up with Stu than we are. What the heck? <laughs> come on. That's our guy. That, no, dude. Like, come on, man. Oh, so I, I have a question for you before we before we wrap this up. I was thinking about it on the way over here. We love Jet, obviously. Yep. Jet's a good guy, great family, prolific rider. What do you think about the comparison between him and Stu when he first got on the scene? Oh, so different that's that's what i say too it's two it's like almost two different like worlds almost i think stewart's was cooler in the sense that it was like so prolific and so different, different. and yes. so crazy and the, so the, creative the difference between the rest of the class and him was this yeah where i feel like jet like yeah he's you know up there but like the class has kind of risen you know a little yeah bit i up. don't think there will ever be an opportunity for somebody to have no. that much of a difference yeah, ever again so. and have that much like um evolution almost an influence like, all at once yeah like we ride because the way we ride because of stew like yeah. essentially yeah and it's also less flashy the way jet rides to some people mm. is probably just boring because yeah. he doesn't really mess up it's bringing motocross more into the next step of evolution which would be like closer to moto gp yeah. or formula one yeah. where like yeah. it's really uh, almost like standardized yes yes yeah the level is so high that it almost looks it almost becomes standardized it looks, yeah it looks it looks, almost looks easy which it that is isn't. the natural progression of where sport will get to yes. when you get yeah. good enough exactly so, if you watch formula one yeah the, the the normal fan off the street like could not tell the difference between this 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 and this but if you're into the sport, you can see those nuances, you know, it's yeah. So right. Jet is that next natural step there. Yeah. Stuart was just a crazy, I mean, Dude. like, yeah. Oh, gosh. I saw the look in your eye when we asked, uh, who has like the most 125 wins or something. And it was, the answer was Stu and no kids knew the answer for <laughs> trivia. You look like you were devastated. Man. There's a whole era that does not know about that. Yeah. That was a good era. Yeah. We'll make we'll make trivia more contemporary for this upcoming. <laughs> we gotta we gotta do that. Maybe bring out some karaoke or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was fun. Moto Academy podcast, number one podcast in motocross. Yes, it's real. It's real. That is real. That is not made up. Uh see you guys next episode. That was fun. We're gonna go talk to my uncle Scott and maybe Tony Cat now. Toodaloo.